Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Morning, Good Russell. Morning, Russell. Morning, Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the powerful teaching yesterday, last night, on how we can be our true selves and the one that you want us to be. We thank you, Father, that you remind us of who we are, and that you want a life of abundance for us as well. And we thank you, Lord, for this new day today, this fresh opportunity to be with you again, and to be with you not just during this session, this time of prayer, but to commune with you in that same closeness all throughout the day, that you are with us. We remember that you are with us everywhere we go. So we can talk to you at will, anytime. And you, O Holy Spirit, talk to us. You warn us, you guide us, you lead us like our parent teaching us, like a friend advising us and caring for us as well. And we thank you, Lord, for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts every single morning. That which gives us strength to carry on, that which helps us focus on you so that through the day, no matter the circumstances that come to us, we are able to stay focused. We are able to keep in our remembrance the words that you have put in our hearts. And we are able to speak it with faith. Remembering who we are and remembering the ability that you have given us to speak into situations. And Romans 8.28 takes over. We thank you, Lord, and we share this peace and this joy that you give us with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those who are beneficiaries of prayer requests on this prayer group, with all those that have no one to pray for them as well. We share it with all Christians who have not yet encountered you and still see you as a religious activity. And with all those that do not want to know you. Quicken them, Father, and let their hearts be turned. Let their eyes be opened to see the truth and let that truth set them free. So as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our Father, the God of Abraham, who always honors faith, the one who is our high tower, our strength, the ancient of days. The God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. The father of light. The preserver of men. Whose hand is not short to redeem us. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the one who taught us that faith. Our rock on which we built our faith. The word himself, our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification and our redemption, the Lord who heals. And we pray in the name of his spirit, that same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead, the same spirit who now gives life to our mortal body, the spirit of truth, the spirit of the living God. 
God himself who brought heaven down to us and made his tabernacle in our hearts. So that is not that we might try to be with him all through the day and every day, but he has taken every effort needed to come to us. God himself coming to us. Much more than we seeking him, he has sought us. He is our comforter, our advocate, our intercessor, our counsellor, our strength by, our strengthener. The Lord in the midst of his people who is mighty. The seal of the age to come. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of this precious life. And there are many that have not been fortunate enough to wake up this morning. And there are many that will have to answer in judgment this day. Yet you are willing to pour out your mercy on us and give us another fresh opportunity to look back on our mistakes. And you are there to convict us and show us where those mistakes were. So that we, out of our own will, can make that conscious effort to turn away from them. You bless us with that grace that gives us strength, Lord. Strength to overcome by your spirit. We thank you that you have blessed us with the representatives, your representatives that look after us through our family, through our friends, through your angels, through destiny helpers. People that look after us with no selfish motive in their hearts. We thank you, Father, that you have made us stewards of your creation. That you gave us that responsibility to look after the earth realm. We carry authority over it. And you have gifted us with that dominion. Which Adam lost, but then the second Adam again restored it through Jesus. We have been made and restored back to that position where we can sit with him on his throne. Where we can speak his word through faith. And every mountain shall move. We thank you, Father. That you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You are able to make every grace abound towards us in every situation. There is nothing that is impossible to you and no word from God shall fail. Your word says in Luke one thirty seven, Blessed is he and she that believed. For there shall be a performance of that which is told to them through the word. We thank you, Lord. And as we pray this morning, we continue on our reflection on why deliverance doesn't always work. And we've seen yesterday that the gap is largely the renewal of the mind. And that is the follow-through process. Today, let's reflect on how to stop these deadly habits from overcoming us, from attacking us again. And the key there 
is to fill ourselves with the word of God. So that that house swept clean is not left empty. This is what we saw yesterday. Now sins are the work of the flesh. And the renewal of mind takes place in the spirit. Until we make that switch to operating from the spirit. We will continue to operate in the flesh and still be weak and vulnerable. Galatians 5 verse 17 confirms this when it says, The flesh desires that which is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit which is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you do not do the things that you want to do. For that to happen, the spirit must be in control. Not the flesh which is weak and vulnerable. Romans 8 verse 13 points us in the direction of what is to be done. It says, if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit, you will put to death the misdeeds of the body. Then you will live. That is if you deaden yourself to the temptation of it. So that it does not affect you anymore then it cannot tempt you anymore. Now, how would that be possible? There is only one way, by the Spirit. When you are weak and want to overcome, it is not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of God. Galatians, the entire chapter of Galatians 5 talks about life in the spirit and it will be worth reading that chapter after this morning session to get a better understanding of what Paul is trying to teach us there. In Galatians 5 verse 16, he says, walk by the spirit. That is, walk by the ways of what the spirit is teaching you and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. You will not be vulnerable again. You will not be susceptible again. How? That is when you open yourself to receiving him. That's how. You receive the ninefold fruit of the spirit as well then. To discipline yourself means to do what God's word says while battling the works of the flesh. And that is only possible when we connect ourselves with that word. We open ourselves to receiving the spirit. And as we stay connected with that word, he starts to work that ninefold gift within us. Let's look at what Galatians 5 verse 19 says. It says, the works of the flesh. Now, this is what the flesh is up to. The works of the flesh and then he follows it in verse 22 by the fruit of the spirit. So it's important to understand that comparison. And then we'll see how that works. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery. Idolatry and witchcraft. Hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition. Dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. It goes on to list about 15 or 16 there. The works of the flesh. 
And then in the next verse, verse 22, he says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And if we reflect on those 15 or 16 that are mentioned earlier, and even any others outside of that list, you will notice if you meditate harder and closer on it, that this ninefold fruit is sufficient to overcome any of the challenges that we face because of those 15 or 16 vulnerabilities. The Spirit only gives us nine and He says, my grace is sufficient. He calls it the fruit, not fruits. They are not separate. It comes as one package. The fruit, single, all together as one. And then he uses that fruit, that ninefold fruit, to work on our character and build upon it. It is up to us to exercise those gifts to build on them. And if we can learn and master these nine gifts, then any problem, any habit, any addiction, no matter what, even outside that list of the 15 behavioral issues mentioned above, can and will be resolved. We are able to keep it at bay. We are able to resist. It is not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God through His fruit. And when we walk by this fruit, that is when we live these values, then Galatians 5 verse 16 says, we will no longer gratify the deeds of the flesh. We can't be vulnerable to them anymore because you have undergone a transformation of nature. That old nature of weakness, vulnerability to sin has passed away and the new nature, the character of the spirit that manifests this ninefold, nine facets, his nine gifts is now taken on. It starts with your decision to get rid of the fleshly ways that you do not want. Often we do not want those sins and yet when we are cleaned and delivered once, we end up going back to them out of our weakness. It is first for up to us to make that decision. Then submit to the Holy Spirit and ask Him to take over so that He starts to develop His fruit in us, in our nature. And when then, when he is done, you find that you can't go back to that old way. The renewal process of the mind is what has started. Your love of God also grows in that process as you stay in communion with him, in connection with him. When you love God, you can't fornicate or steal. When you love the truth, you can't lie. When you have joy in your heart, you will not be worried, afraid, or even envious of another person. It will take a learning and practicing of these gifts for us to transit to that character, that nature. Initially, it will be hard as the flesh contends against the spirit. This is what the Bible tells us as well. 
But when you let the spirit take over, the flesh gradually has to submit to the authority of the spirit. And this is where activities like fasting come in. It is more of bringing that flesh into subjection. It is not about killing yourself, starving yourself. It is about exercising more control through the spirit. And then your spirit decides what the flesh will do. And this is how, as 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 says, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. When your spirit is strong, you are able to take it captive. But when the spirit is weak and we are highly reliant on the flesh, the thought will take you captive. And that's where we become vulnerable. We've seen yesterday, those thoughts are suggestions by the demon. If we listen to them and accept them, what you receive will work in your life. Are you receiving those thoughts? Or are you receiving the word of God? Are we open to the ways of the demon or are we open to the grace of the spirit? Are you willing to be led by the spirit? Are you open to developing the nature the fruit of the spirit. And the only thing for us to then do is to go back and read more about these nine attributes mentioned in the fruit. To meditate on them, to learn his ways. And then as Joshua 1 verse 8 says, observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then you shall make your way abundant with life. And have good success. Now that you have submitted to God. And you stand up to resist the devil. Your resistance will be strong and stiff. And the devil must flee. That renewal. Is the solution. To the complete deliverance. Father, we ask for your grace today to reflect on our own lives, on the areas that we are still weak, the areas that still contain darkness in our lives. And we ask for your grace as well, Lord, that as we meditate on these gifts, the fruit of the Spirit, help us focus on what our next Action should be. We ask for that revelation to us, Lord, through wisdom and understanding how to apply it in our lives. So that through that application, we are able to build our resistance. Through the application of the fruit of your spirit, we are able to fortify ourselves with a new mindset that is based on the mind of Christ. We are able to step an inch closer and closer to the realm of Galatians 2.20 that it is no longer I, but by virtue of that ninefold fruit, it is my Christ who now lives in me. I have taken on his nature and shed my nature of sin. Everything I speak is in line then with his word. Everything I think is in line with how Jesus would think. Everything I do is for the kingdom and what he would do. We ask for that edification, Lord, in our spirit this day.
And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, for all those requests that have been mentioned on our prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized this day, those that are battling life-threatening circumstances, especially the COVID virus. We pray for all those families that are battling separation, even if just in the mindset, in the ways we think, even if it is just ego and pride that has put up a huge wall within our homes and we are living separately. Many families are undergoing this challenge, Lord. We live together under one roof and yet there is a wall in between. We know that you stand knocking at the door, Lord, and you can fix it. When you enter in, that wall must break down. For you are the God of love. We invite you into each of these homes. We take control over them, Lord. We take authority over the homes that we are praying for. Every home that is part of this Brisbane prayer group and every other family that we are know and are aware of that are undergoing these challenges. We invite you into these homes. We ask you to fill them with your presence, with your spirit, Lord. So that when the Most High enters in, every spirit of pride, of ego, of infidelity, spirit of anger and arguments, spirit of discord, every such spirit of wickedness that seeks to steal from these families, we rebuke them in the name of Jesus. The Lord rebuke you and we cast you out. Be uprooted from there, we command you. Be cast into the lake of fire and sulfur never to return to these homes. Lord, let your presence create a new season in that home. Let it mark the beginning of a new season that they will always be above and never below. They will always be the head and never the tail. That your presence and your word is fortified in their lives. That home is now filled with you and nothing else but you. We pray also, Lord, for every family that is part of the Brisbane Prayer Group. And we cover each of these homes that we have prayed for as well as every family in the Brisbane Prayer Group. By your precious blood, Jesus. We declare it as the hedge of defense. We plead that blood over every challenge and every limitation that faces them. Knowing that you then, our advocate, take over their cause. You fight their battles. All we need to do is stand still. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of them, about each of us, to protect us and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, from injury, from pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any natural disaster. I command that angelic protection over each of these families in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, as we step out our gates this day, 
draw men unto us to hear the good news of redemption that you have given us. We have seen that no man can come to the kingdom except you draw them, Lord. This is what your word in John 6 verse 44 says. And therefore, anywhere those souls may be, draw them to each of us, Lord, as we step out and use us for your glory. We pray also for all those that are battling any kind of strongholds in their lives. Those that are yoked under the bondage of slavery, of sin. Thought patterns and traditions have taken over. Habits and mindsets, mindsets have blocked them from experiencing the life of freedom and abundance. In your name, Jesus, under the authority that you have given us, where you have said, in my name, you shall cast out demons. We speak to each of these that have attacked these lives, have come to steal from them. We curse, we rebuke, and we bind them in the name of Jesus. And we cast them out of these lives now. We declare every such chain broken under the authority of the King of Kings. We ask for your anointing, your yoke-breaking anointing, Lord, from Isaiah 10, 27, to fill these lives, that the burden will be taken off their shoulder and the yoke of their neck, and who the sun sets free is free indeed. We pray for all those that are battling financial challenges in their jobs as well, in their businesses, in their incomes. We ask of you, Lord, to touch them with your wisdom, your principles of financial growth, so that as we reflect on those on your word, and as they do according to what your word says for financial abundance, let the floodgates of heaven be opened just as you promised and you said, test me in this. Let their lives be blessed, Father, that they might be a blessing to others as well. We pray also for members of our family and our friend circle that have not yet experienced their salvation. Quicken them, O oh Father, and they shall call on your name and be delivered and not end up in shame. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well. Father, as we connect with you in our spirit to pray in the gift that you have given us, we thank you that you have heard us. Every prayer request that has been made on this platform, Father, we thank you that you always hear us and that prayer is an answered prayer when we release our faith. We shall not accept anything short of that answer, Lord, and we shall not be wavering in our faith. We stand strong with it and we thank you, O Holy Spirit knowing that you hover over every void situation. You are the one that executes that prayer into an answer and bring manifestation. And you now pray with us, interceding for and with us. We make this our prayer of agreement with you, Lord, and with each other. As we release our faith, I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. 
those that are praying for the gift to release your faith in your tongue and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Sarah, <laughs> 
The words that were spoken to me this morning, my children, my children, walk in my presence, abide in my presence, and I, your shepherd, will guide you. I love you, my children. The scripture I've been given is from Philippians 1, 8 to 11. For God is my witness, how I yearn for you, all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruits of righteousness, which come through Jesus Christ 
to the glory and praise of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Romans chapter 8, verse 5, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. Important lesson for us to bear in mind at all times. Thank you, Jesus. Does anyone else receiving any revelation or word from the Lord? Please feel free to unmute and speak. Or you can share it in the chat as well. The Lord says, I am a holy God. And, the, and I do not tolerate any rivals. I look into the hearts of men. And my eyes are 10,000 times brighter. It, this is a word from Sirach. I will send it later on the correct one. The eyes of the Lord are 10,000 times brighter than the sun. He sees everything you do in private, even when anyone else cannot see. My people, do not submit to the yoke of bondage, but be free. I am calling each one of you, my sons and daughters, Come, come and eat at this banqueting table. Eat from them my word. Jeremiah 1 verse 5. I've chosen you from the womb. Each one, Vivek, Shanin, Daphne. And I will give you all your heart's desires. Do not be afraid. I am the victor. My word, let my word dwell in you and have recourse to my blessed mother on this feast day of the Annunciation. Her immaculate heart is so heavy due to the uprising rates of abortion, euthanasia, unlawful imprisonment, and even the governments of the world. Pray for your, pray for the Holy Father. Pray daily for the Holy Father and all those in the Vatican. My people, my, the Lord, I, now I can sense Mother Mary is with us. She's saying, my immaculate heart will triumph. Teach your children, come, come, see my sorrow. Our Lady of Guadalupe, console her, console her. The rates go higher and higher. Come under my mantle. Come, come. My, my, my son, Jesus, look, Shanin, look at the side in the wound. Look deep and tell, tell Jesus what you see. And, and, and her heart and his heart are one. And she says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. The, do not be afraid. All of you are my witnesses. You all are my ambassadors. Be brave. Be strong. Be diligent. And Russell, you have a more important part to play. 
I'm building a big, now this part I cannot see much, but I know that she's with me right now and she's with all of us. And of course the Holy Spirit and pray and the guardian angels are very, very important. Ask your guardian angel, talk to your guardian angel. I have been, this yesterday, I, um, my guardian angel protected me from, I don't want to say the things right now, but my guardian angel really helped me and protected me. And pray the rosary, pray the rosary, the flame of love of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, console her. That's a message Mother Mary wants to tell us along with her son, Jesus. And also I can see, I thirst, I can see that, you know, just look at, when he looked from the cross, he looked at the two, with the disciple and Mother Mary down, and the last word he said was, I thirst. Think about that. Whom is he thirst? His thirst has not yet been quenched because of the sin, the atrocities, the blasphemies. Sit before the Blessed Sacrament, each one of you, and offer reparation. That's, that's what she's asking, reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the Sacred Heart of Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I love 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 you, Holy Spirit. All our guardian angels. Uh, I can see it's like it, it's something I can see very, very beautiful. It's it's too beautiful. I cannot even describe it. It's like when, when, when Abraham, like a dream, it's like a dream. I can just see, uh, I can see angels all surrounding us and all offering, the, I can see like cherubims and seraphims, they're offering praise and our voices, they've taken all these, the, what we spoke in tongues, not we to the power of the Holy Spirit. And he, the Lord is saying, the father, actually now the father is saying, He's very pleased. He's very pleased, and he and the, but he also says that the cup of justice is overflowing, and warriors are needed to appease the Father's justice. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for speaking to us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Mother Mary. Thank you, all our guardian angels. I love you. I love you. I bless your holy name. I bless your holy name. Thank you and praise you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah unto you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Is there anyone else that has any other revelations?
Father, we thank you that you speak to each of us individually to give us this day our daily bread that we need for our sustenance in the spirit. Father, as we go about our day, we ask you to be with us. We submit this entire day and surrender it to you at the start. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done in this earth in our life, just as it is in heaven where it is perfect. We ask of this, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn take our testimony and carry the gospel of Jesus boldly. Step out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.